listening to Let's Stay Together Anime Break, the subseries of Let's Stay Together where we talk about the 2019 Anime Fruits Basket. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today we're discussing episode 25, which was called Summer Will Be Here Soon. The last Yay. episode. The last. For now. <laughs> For now. I mean, the second season was confirmed, so. Yes. <laughs> but who knows what, I don't know when it's going to come out, so. We'll just have to wait patiently until then, just like we did for, like, 15 years or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, 18 years. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> Something like that. Also, like, oh, we have things to talk about <laughs> this time. <laughs> yep. So we'll do our summary spoiler dis- spoiler-free discussion and then spoilery discussion like we like we do every time. And that'll be it, a wrap for the anime break until the anime starts again. So, mm. yeah, I don't know. So... This episode covered chapters 34 and 35 of the manga, and it also had a couple of things thrown in from some other places. So, like, from the end of chapter 48 and the end of chapter 42. I don't know why I said that in that order, but it made sense <laughs> at the time. It was the order that I looked, that I checked where they were. So some of the, some of the kind of, like, like the scene at the end, the very end of the episode, for example, is from chapter 48. Mm-hmm. And then the one from 42 is just, like, thrown in to another part that also happened at mm-hmm. school. So they're... They were added to, like, tease stuff that's coming later, I guess. But Which I totally called, even though I didn't think they'd actually do it. <laughs> You're like, I hoped, but it happened. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, when I saw the people's posts on Tumblr, so. Because I always see them accidentally. I forget that I can't open Tumblr until I've seen the, the episode. <laughs> and I always forget. Like, oh, no, 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 no. But over and over again, like, for three days in a row. <laughs> okay, so we talked about this a couple of times because, like, the last two-ish episodes... And this one all had content from these two episodes that we are re- episodes of this podcast that we recorded, which was number 16 and 17. It was called This Time Will Be Different. <laughs> so now we've covered everything. <laughs> yeah. So now you can go back and listen to them if you don't want to be <laughs> yeah. spoiled. <laughs> yeah. Everything from those chapters has been covered, but not and everything I- from this episode has been covered in those chapters. Those chapters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're exactly right. That's exactly what what it is. So yeah, we've, we covered... A good amount of the series. Like, I looked back at it, and it was, like, almost, almost, like, it was all six of the first six volumes, right? And then a couple things from later. Mm-hmm. So almost, I think almost eight whole ones. There's, like, some stuff that wasn't covered yet. So it's pretty, it's a lot of stuff that was covered in this anime. I think more yeah. than what was covered in the first one, so. Mm-hmm. But the pace was different, and we talked about it a couple of times, like, there was more filler and stuff, so. Yeah. Tone's different. <laughs> oh, it's completely different. Um, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty objectively, but <laughs> I will say that's an opinion. Anyway, let us, I guess we should save this for the end, but let's let's go mm-hmm. ahead and go through this episode. <laughs> so I'll do my summary. So the episode opens with Kyo's kind of memory as a young child with Cosmo talking to him, and he wonders why Shisho took him in. Um, we also see a scene of them walking down, in Kyo's memory, a cherry tree-lined path at the Soma estate. And we hear people talking shit about Cosma, like, you know, poor Cosma, why did he take the cat in, blah, blah, blah. Cosma picks him up um, and lifts him up and says that he'll need to breathe the air from higher places. Kyo also narrates that he Cosmo was the first one to show him the outside world. We see them training. We see them in the bath together, and Kyo calls him Shisho. So he's the one who's like, he says, like, uh, on TV earlier today, they said that <laughs> a karate instant master is called a shisho so you're a shisho right and then shisho says that none of his students call him that and so kyo starts to call him that we see him come home later and he calls him shisho mm-hmm. see them training we see them yes. by trains yes we see them by trains <laughs> <laughs> training and by trains <laughs> in the, i think it was just like a silent little scene while kyo was narrating but in the manga mm-hmm. kyo is like what is that? And she shows like it's a train. <laughs> it's like it's mind blowing. I guess like what? Yeah, what? So shell poor little Kyo was so sheltered that um yeah. he didn't know he didn't know what a train was until Cosmo took him away from the Soma estate. So it's so upsetting if you think it, about it for more than like a second. <laughs> it is. The first time I saw it, I was like, huh, what a dummy, and then I was like, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what I think of every time or like that's how I feel every time I see it. I'm like, oh, he's asking mm-hmm. the train again. I'm like Oh, because his yeah. mother didn't take him outside. We saw in his, the episode last time that she like physically blocked him from going outside. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so isolated. Mm-hmm. We also see uh, a time of Kyo's in middle school, and he remembers um, uh, when Kyo got in trouble, and they, the teacher says that they're going to call his dad. And Kyo remembers the time that they walked in cherry trees together, and the people were sassy. Um, and Kyo says like Shisho is he yells and says Shisho isn't his dad and we see Shisho standing outside in the hallway looking kind of forlorn about it 
in the present Kyo wakes dramatic up. Dramatic misunderstandings. Yes. <laughs> this whole episode is dramatic misunderstandings. <laughs> Kyo wakes up in the present, his bracelet clearly visible, and he runs downstairs to find Shisho. Shigure says that he already went home, that Toru is walking him back. And Kyo's like, what the heck? And then runs off. And <laughs> as he runs away, <laughs> I think that's literally what he says. That's what's in my notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These notes are a lot looser than my usual notes. <laughs> <laughs> we see Yuki, after Kyo runs off, we see Yuki sitting on the porch, kind of facing away, looking outside. Kyo runs through the woods and he thinks that he never got the chance to thank Shisho. We see Toru parting with Shisho at a bridge. So... <laughs> Sorry, I just want to say it that you said partying for a second. <laughs> partying at a bridge. <laughs> Shisho and Toru. Partying. That would be like the most sedate and boring party in the world. It would be... <laughs> there would be snacks, though. Just Lots quietly, of snacks. Quietly, happily drinking tea. I imagine snacks. that it's like they're listening to With like... that weird punk music playing in the background. Oh, I was thinking that it's like old, like, um, like whatever the Japanese equivalent of like the Andrew sisters is <laughs> like that's what it would be <laughs> like the most that's what it would realistically be but I just suddenly <laughs> imagine that like weird music do, in the background do, do, do. yeah that one I know what you're talking about <laughs> so Shisho and Toru they're partying at a bridge um I think <laughs> I like how Shigeru's property gets bigger and bigger and bigger like first it was just like the stairs and then it was like the path in front of the stairs where in the episode with Hiro and now it's like all the way out to like the street and there's like a little bridge like over a little river or something mm-hmm. anyway yeah. yes at the start they were like all of this forest is owned by the somas <laughs> which is why we know you're not allowed Every, to here. everything the light touches yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway Toru, Toru and Shisho are partying at a bridge you can see the bandages on her neck and her arm clearly visible in this scene Shisho says um Shisho explains to her that he took Kyo in for atonement and explains to her that his grandfather was the cat. And we see baby Cosma walking through the woods. Also, I'm sorry, I switch between Shisho and Cosma a lot, I noticed, <laughs> when I talk about him. He's the same person, I hope yeah. people know. <laughs> I don't know why, sometimes I just feel like saying Shisho, sometimes I feel like saying Cosma, it's fine. One is his superhero name, and the other is his uh, civilian identity. Yeah, like he's Cosmo <laughs> when he's Clark Kent. Yes. <laughs> and when he's Shisho, he's a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a superhero in with both of his nicknames, but whatever. <laughs> he, uh, so he, we see him as a little kid walking through the woods, and he sees a dark house, and that it's padlocked on the outside. Cosmo explains that his grandfather was cast out by his immediate family, and our extended family slandered him. He was treated horribly, and by me as well. And we see Cosmo approaching the building, and he opens the door. He explains, "I only met his, I only met my grandfather once." Hi there, a man says, after Cosma enters the darkened house. Come here, Cosma. And then we see a man behind bars, orange hair kind of standing out in the darkness. It's clearly Cosma's grandfather. I'll give you a treat, the man says, and then he holds his hand out through what it's like clearly a cage that's set up in the room. <laughs> I don't want it, baby Cosma says. I'll get cursed. And his grandfather lowers his arm. We can see his dejected, rueful face. A truly rueful face this time. <laughs> I see... He says, what cruel words I said to him, even though he was a kind man who forgave me with a smile, Cosmo says to Toru, and he looks away. You can see that he's kind of like clutching his kimono sleeve, like in an ashamed kind of way. It's really interesting, little Mm -hmm. piece of body language in that scene. We also see Cosmo's, we get a close up of Cosmo's face and you can see his pupils shaking like he's becoming emotional. Years went by, Cosmo says. And my objective look at Kyo's environment made me painfully aware of the absurdity and the cruelty of it. I may have wanted to rid myself of the guilt by taking him in. However, before I knew it, I loved him. I felt as if I were his father. And we see the same scene of Kazuma lifting Kyo up as a child, like, um, in the cherry trees from when they were walking before. I ignored his wishes when I took his rosary, Kazuma says, looking down, and forced his my own feelings on him. Cosmo remembers the same time that Kyo remembered earlier of Kyo in middle school saying that he's not my dad. That's why I don't know what to say to him, Cosmo says in the present. So he says all of this to Toru. I thought that a lot of this was like inner monologue, but he actually says all of it to her, I think. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't know what to say to him, Cosmo says. It would be too arrogant for me to say good for you after selfishly putting my feelings before his. All I did was create the opportunity. You're the one who saved Kyo, he says, remembering Toru carrying him home in the morning the day before i also never know like i forgot to talk about this last time when we talked about that episode but i feel like it's like the sun i can never tell if it's like morning when they come back 
um, from from Toru meeting him outside in the woods, like in the confrontation in his true form. Mm-hmm. I always assumed that it was morning because the sun comes out, but it doesn't. I don't know. It could have just been like a storm, especially because, like, I don't know. How, like, how long would it take? Anyway, it's just a random thought of mine mm-hmm. that we didn't talk about last time. I don't remember if. Do we see the sun coming out? The mm. sun. It becomes not I can remember, cloudy. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, like I can remember it clearly in the first anime, but I can't. Like right at the end, so she like comes back, and I remember when she she's carrying him around, kind of around the corner of the house. You can see like the sun, like the almost like fake like lens flare effect or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. from the side of the shot, like from the top. So it's like you see the sun coming out, but I don't know if we see the sun coming up. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. seems like a long time, but I don't know. And then Toru says that like Kagura was in bed when she got home and stuff later in this episode, so it's kind of or she went to bed or whatever. So yeah, I guess it could be like really early morning. I guess so. Since summer is coming. <laughs> That's right. It's summer. It's already summer. They have... Uh, <laughs> Tor already has her bathing suit or whatever. <laughs> they already went swimming in the pool, so it must be summer. Anyway, so Shisho says, all I did was create the opportunity. You're the one who saved Kyo. And he remembers Toru carrying him back in the morning in his kitty form because you were there for him. Kyo was... And then Shisho trails off. Was that really being selfish? Toru asks. Even though you say so, I feel warm inside. I'm not sure how you think of it, but right now you really seem like a father in my eyes, she says with a soft smile. Shisho, we hear. It turns out the Kyo has run through the woods uh, to catch up with them. He runs and he jumps and he strikes at Shisho. Why did you leave without telling me? He says, throwing another punch and a kick that Shisho avoids relatively easily. <laughs> he like sidestep avoids all of these hits. It's like you're running away, Kyo says. Shisho blocks his punch and then he spins and strikes Kyo with his hand. Did you think that I'd be mad at you? Kyo says. Or are you sick of me? I'm sorry for causing you nothing but trouble. We focus on Kyo's clenched fist as he continues. It was childish of me to say that I wanted to go back to the dojo and use you as a place to run away. I'm sorry. But even though I'm not good enough yet, one day I'll become more independent. I won't hurt you or be a burden to you anymore. I'll be worthy of calling you my dad. That's the kind of man I'm going to be, Kyo yells, and then he punches at Shisho, who blocks with his hand. (laughs) Shisho smiles and he closes his hand on Kyo's fist and thinks... After we kept missing each other and going the long way around, perhaps we finally managed to connect. And he remembers, the scene kind of fades as he remembers um, training with Kyo as a child. It's like the same, in the same position where Kyo is punched into his hand. In the present, he pulls Kyo off balance and then shoves him to the ground, which freaks Toru out. (laughs) (laughs) You're not there yet, Kyo, my son. And you're not done causing me trouble, Kazuma says. Kyo blushes and gets up. He's like, so what? You don't have to knock me down. (laughs) If you couldn't block that, maybe you'd become a little weaker, Shisho says, and he puts his hand on Kyo's head affectionately. Toru, Kyo shouts. Did you see that just now? Uh, yes, she says. See, just like I said, my Shisho is strong, Kyo says with a boyish smile, and Toru smiles as well. Yes, 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 she says, kind of hopping closer, <laughs> happily. <laughs> He's like, That's cute. it was adorable. <laughs> it was like exactly how I imagined it from the manga. <laughs> It kind of annoys me that you agreed so quickly, Kyo says. I know I'm no match for him. Shisho smiles and thinks, and it's definitely because she, because you were here. We cut to later. Yuki ties his tie in his messy room. I guess this is like, actually, I don't know if it's later that day or I don't know, sometime very shortly in the future. Yuki ties his tie in his messy room. There may be times when I want to run away, but he thinks... And we cut to downstairs where Kyo, Shigure, and Toru are eating breakfast. Shigure asks Kyo about training at the dojo again. Why is he going to be training three times a week? Kyo ignores the question and Toru says that she's happy that he's going to be training again. Kyo looks at her and he sees the bandage on her neck and frowns. Yugi comes down and sits at the table. He's about to take some, like, omelette from the middle of the table, but he crosses chopsticks with Kyo. Then he stands up and throws them in the sink. Kyo's like, you're tossing them? Idiocy might be contagious, Yugi says <laughs> as he sits back down. Kyo is like, whatever you snide, rat. I'm not going to let you get to me anymore. I'm going to change. Kyokun, you're trying to become what you told Shito-san you'd be, Toru thinks in a cloud of shoujo bubbles. Yuki is like, well, go for it, you stupid cat, while he breaks new a new set of disposable chopsticks. And after a momentary ghosty silence, Kyo, of course, <laughs> freaks out and yells at him, and Shigure and Yuki are like, he can't do it. <laughs> I'll hate you till the day I die, Kyo screams, and he punches through one of the paper doors and leaves. <laughs> right back at you. I'll hit you even after I die, Yuki says. Is that extra damage? I forgot to check. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I meant to check also. I forgot. <laughs> I don't think he punches the door. The same scene happens. I don't think, 
Yeah, I think we just see him like all enraged at the table. I don't think we actually like, see him leave the off. scene. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has, and he also has another uh, knockoff Adidas brand bag <laughs> in the <this> scene. <laughs> Kyo's really a brand whore for knockoff Adidas, I guess. <laughs> is Adidas a big brand in Japan? I've never really I, thought about it until the series. I, <laughs> I don't know. I remember seeing people in like Terrace House wearing a lot of Adidas stuff. But At school, later, Haru looks out the window and he notices Yuki arriving and greeting some of the girls. Like some of the, It seems like they're Yuki fangirls. I didn't pay too much attention <laughs> when I wrote that note, but they're all like, I think Hi. any like female student at the school that's not the ones we know is a safe bet to say they're Yuki fangirls. Well, half of the student body is in <laughs> yeah. the Yuki fan club, right? So, <laughs> Or the Prince Yuki club. We also see uh, Toru walking in the hallway. She thinks about the other night. She says that Kagura was there when she went to sleep, but then she was gone by the time that Toru got up. And Yuki seems a little down as well. Haru finds Toru in the hallway and they talk. And Haru asks about Yuki and he says, it's just that when I saw him earlier, he seemed a little... And he trails off. Toru is about to say something but stops herself, and she ends up saying nothing, but wonders if it could be that Yuki saw Kyo's true form as well. It seems that Kakura already knew about it, so she remembers the time that Kyo covered, like, Kakura's mouth. I think this is the Valentine's one, or whatever. Mm -hmm. I also forgot to check that. When she's like, I'll love him even in his true form, or whatever. This was a spoiler. It was, like, something we talked about in the spoilers. I think it was when she first showed up. Maybe that's what it was. But, yeah. But, yeah, some earlier time. One of the earlier times. Haru pats her on the head and says, mm, and walks away. <laughs> and that's the end of their conversation. <laughs> Outside on one of the, like, bridge things that connects part of their building at school. Their school has, like, a lot of buildings, I know. Yeah, their school is massive. I took a it's note gigantic. of that this time. I don't, think if, I don't know if it's always been that size and I just haven't noticed it, or if it's just bigger in the anime, but... I think it's... Oh, it's definitely bigger. I think it's, one, the school's definitely bigger than in the manga, I think. Because it has, like, all these huge buildings. Like, I'm pretty sure Yuki and Haru just, like, had that talk on the roof in the yeah. manga. And then, two, I think it's always been that size in the anime. Because, mm-hmm. like, they have the part, the part they're standing on is the part where, like, underneath it, that's where Toru, Medikido, and stuff like that. Like, they yeah. always had that weird, like, gangway. There's a couple scenes in that area. But mm-hmm. it is gigantic. I was like, what is yeah. going on? There's a lot of stairs. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why do they need, like, the enclosed gangway and the on-top-of-it part? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they have to that much foot traffic. <laughs> one level to the other. But then it's like, yeah, one is outside, and I don't know. <laughs> Listen, it's so that they can have these moments in, like, places where yeah. there's not classrooms. <laughs> That's what it's for. So outside on this bridge thing, gangway thing, in the school, Haru finds Yuki, and he asks if something happened. You seem down, Haru says. Don't say that when I'm fighting to move forward, Yuki says, and Haru is like, you're fighting, huh? Yuki asks how Kagura is doing, and Haru says he doesn't know, but she's probably fine. <laughs> Does something happen with Kagura and eh? Haru asks. And Yuki remembers the other morning. He finds Kagura leaving early in the morning while everyone else is still sleeping, and he asks her, like, why she's leaving. Yeah, I need to go, she says, opening the door. Tell Kyokun I'll see him later, will you? Mm, no, I guess he won't, she says, and then she leaves. <laughs> Yuki uh, calls to her and is like, like he's about to say something and then says it's nothing. You're acting weird, Yun-chan. Kagura says with a smile and then bounces. But like, they're both acting weird, so. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, understandably. Kagura is strong, Yuki says in the present to Haru. Something happened, but I'm not telling. Right now, Yuki thinks, I need to keep a lid on things. A tight one. On his true form. On all the other things. Everything. All of it. Otherwise, those ugly feelings will spill out and I'll be overcome by filthy feelings like hatred and revulsion again. We see a memory in the not-so-distant past. Yuki sits in a dark and traditional room, his head in his hands. I don't want that to happen again, he thinks. Honda-san was worried about you, Haru says in the present. You didn't notice, did you? And Yuki, who looks surprised, is like, no. (laughs) Haru (laughs) says, it's your choice whether you choose to voice your feelings. But you don't want her to keep worrying, right? It's you I'm worried about, Yuki says. You're always busy worrying about other people. I guess that's just my nature. After all, I want things to get more fun, not more painful, Haru says. And Yuki agrees. Later in the hallway, Toru and Yuki meet <laughs> on the stairs. She tells him um, that some of the student council were looking for him earlier. He says, I'm better at tying my necktie now, and fewer of my plants die. And I talk to more people now, I think. They're small things, but I'm trying to get better at the things that I'm not good at. I want to change myself that way, little by little. He remembers himself in that same room that we saw before and thinks, I hope to someday become a man who can let myself experience my feelings without being overcome by them. 
like I promised I would that day. And he remembers uh, making the promise to Kisa when she was struggling in an earlier episode. So the one where he was like, I can't remember exactly what he said, and I forgot to look it up. My bad. <laughs> but he was like, Kisa, you try to become stronger, and I'll try to become stronger too, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I've got a long way to go, he says, getting closer to Toru on the stairs. So he's like slowly walking up the stairs as he talks. Sorry for worrying you, Honda-san, he says. Oh, no, it wasn't your fault, she says, waving her arms. I'm still not very cool, he says, and there are a lot of, there's still a lot of things I can't tell you, but I hope that little by little I'll gain the courage to tell you. We see Yuki's memory, or maybe this is like his imagination, but it's a continuation of the scene of him in the room, like in the darkened room, traditional room. And he turns and he stands up and opens the door, like opens the window, so the light starts to come in. Okay, she says in the present. This summer I'm thinking of going out a lot, Yuki says. So will you come to like summer, she asks. Hmm, once I thought it over, it seemed like something I could like, with fireworks and festivals and beaches. Maybe it's a season when I can create a lot of memories with you, Honda-san. <laughs> Toru makes a little like noise and he's like oh you don't want to and she's like oh, don't be silly of course I do Yuki puts his arms on the railing beside her and says if you don't I'll just snatch you away so be ready she blushes as bright as a tomato and, and ahs <laughs> and as he pulls away he's like just kidding but she hasn't recovered yet from this <laughs> moment and faints bonking her head on the railing <laughs> Yuki asks if she's okay she says that she's fine um, and he just surprised her Yuki laughs and smiles a genuine smile, and he apologizes and says they should go, um, like they should go, I don't know, from, away from wherever they are. Yuki laughs and smiles a genuine smile, and he apologizes and says they should go. You're not uncool at all, Toru thinks as she follows him on the stairs. Yuki-kun and Kyoku keep growing into such wonderful people, so much that I'm not sure my heart will last. Two mysterious students pass them on the stairs, a dark-haired boy and a light-haired girl. The boy covers his face with a notebook and says, so that's Yuki Soma, eh? He's pretty, he's as pretty as the rumors say, but he's, the girl says, and the guy's like, hmm? And she's like, nothing. What are you talking about? He says, why don't you take more interest in other people? I'm super interested. Later. I know your boy's here. (laughs) He's here. (laughs) So good. I mean, it's kind of like they already introduced their voice actors, I guess, on Twitter. So we can say that that's uh, Kakiru and Machi. So, so exciting. Anyway. (laughs) We'll talk about it. So later, the kids walk home from school. We're almost done. It's Everything's fine. <laughs> Kyo asks uh, why Haru's coming with them, and he's like, I was invited for dinner. And Toru says that she'll um, make some of his favorite dishes, and Kyo is like, how did this happen? And Haru is like, it's a secret between the two of us, putting an arm over Yuki's shoulder while Yuki kind of looks away slightly grumpily. <laughs> Kyo is like, whatever. Kyo-kun! Kagura shouts, and then suddenly appears... Um, it kicks Kyo in the face, sending him flying down the street. I'm so happy you didn't run away today, she says, grabbing his leg and cuddling it. And Haru and Yuki are like, you prevented him from running away. <laughs> it turns out that Shigure invited her over as well, which Kyo grumps about. And she'll be going back to the dojo and training as well. She seems, see, she seems happy, Haru says to Yuki. <laughs> Kagura's finding her own way forward too. He says or thinks, I don't know, I think thinks. I'll eat out today, Kyo grumps as Kagura drags him home, and she's like, don't complain. There are times, there may be times we want to run away, Yuki thinks as he adjusts his tie, but we're all fighting through it. We cut to Shigure's house, and it turns out that Ayame, the greatest older brother in the world, has also come, and he's brought a bunch of crab with him. When I received this abundance of crab, I simply had to give some to Yuki. That's why I came all this way. Not many possess so much brotherly love. And of course, I'm number one, he says, brandishing a crab claw. And Yuki looks distressed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what's the matter, Yuki? You plainly have a distant look in your eyes. Yes, I understand. I do. Your eyes are are dazzled by the unparalleled brotherly love that I hold for you, Ayame says, while Kagura force cuddles Kyo in the corner. (laughs) You can do it, Yuki. Stay strong, Haru says. Turns out that Momiji, Kisa, and Hattori arrive as well, um, and it turns out Hiro will come later, Kisa, sa- Kisa says, because Shigure invited them over for dinner as well. But where's Shigure-san, Toru wonders, and Hattori says that he had business at the main house. Momiji says, I want summer break to come soon so I can stay overnight, and Kyo is like, no way. <laughs> Toru smiles and says, summer will be here soon. It seems like something will happen, like something will begin. It's marvelous. I'm super duper excited too, Momiji says. We'll go to the beach, we'll set off fireworks, we'll play Split the Melon. Let's catch stag beetles, too. And Toru's like, yes. And then we cut away to a hospital. Hero slides open the room, the hospital room door. I hear they cleared you to go home, he says. He looks down and he sees food spilled on the floor. That's good. 
he says, and he comes farther into the room. We see a girl sitting in the bed, looking down, long hair over her face. If you hadn't snuck out of the hospital so much, they might have released you earlier, Hiro says. Hiro, the girl says, sitting up slightly. We see her fully now, and we see that her chest is bandaged. I know now, she says, that Gurini is the only option I have left. It won't be easy, but... So you're not giving up, Rin, Hiro says. She looks over at him with dark, piercing eyes. I'll never give up. I'll make sure the curse... Or if you watch the dub, she said, somehow I'll... Like, the curse, somehow I'll... And then it kind of, like, trails off. So they added a little bit to the line. Anyway. Mm -hmm. We cut away to the main house, and we see Akito sleeping on Shigure's lap. I feel it coming. We hear Yuki see, and then we... Yuki say, and then we see him. I don't know what it is, but it's... But it's in my chest. Something that expands up to my throat. I feel it coming, Kyo says. Something so big it leaves me speechless, Toru says, and looks up. And then there's, like, um dramatic music behind the whole scene and then we cut to the credits <laughs> that's the end of the season it's the end of the chapter oh yay not chapter <laughs> end of the, <laughs> the season end of the episode <laughs> oh so good <laughs> rin's here too everybody gets what they want you get what you want yeah. i get what i want <laughs> i loved the what they used at the end i thought that that was really awesome um <laughs> The, like, the scene of the three of them, it's from whatever I said before. It's either from chapter 48 or 42. I can't remember which one it's from. It's from the end of one yeah. of the previous volumes um, where it's like, Yuki says, I feel it coming. I don't know what it is, but it's in my chest. Something, And then Kyo says something that expands up through to my throat. I feel it coming. And Toru says something so big it leaves me speechless. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And the music is interesting in that scene, too. It's like a nice mm-hmm. dramatic music. There was a couple like new dramatic music things that were added recently. I feel like into <laughs> the whole like rep- <laughs> oeuvre of the series. <laughs> oh, so nice. Okay, I'm so excited. Yeah, your boy's here. Your boy Kaku is here. <laughs> your favorite. Yeah, I like that they snuck in like everybody. Like mm-hmm. everybody got. Everybody didn't get animated last time. Got animated a little bit mm-hmm. in this first season. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that everyone? I think it is everyone. I think so. All the major ones, anyway. Yeah, I think you're right. Because mm-hmm. we had... Not not naming names, but yeah, you're, you're right. Because yeah. <laughs> we had a sneak peek of someone earlier, so... Mm-hmm. And Mayuko's in this, and she wasn't in the first season, yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah, Even though, too. like, a bunch of content... There's, like, a bunch of things that happen after she's introduced as a character, but I guess, like, when they animated the first anime, maybe they thought she was, like, just some random mm-hmm. teacher that could be replaced. Yeah. Yeah, she was mostly just kind of, like, cool teacher for a while, so... <laughs> Yes, but yeah. So they're they... probably like, we don't need a specific cool teacher. We can just have background <laughs> teachers. Yeah, they can <laughs> so. be other teachers. Yeah, and then she started getting more roles, and they were probably like, crap. But then by that point, they weren't getting another season, so it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, so even Mayuko, who's um, I guess not like a major character, but a major minor character, yeah. <laughs> you might say, a, a somewhat prominent character. Yeah, <laughs> even she got some space in the anime this time, so that's nice. But yeah, our our new mysterious students are here. Mm-hmm. I'll say yeah, mm-hmm. and they were if they were their characters were officially introduced introduced like on Twitter. So I think we can say their names. So mm-hmm. there was uh, Kakeru Manabe and Machi Kuragi. That's her last name. Yeah, mm-hmm. who are the two students who are walking in the hall, and then Isuzu Soma or Rin, I guess as they call her. Yeah, I think they yeah. announced that her her full character's name. So yeah, sweet. I want to talk to you about their voices. The first time we read a chapter earlier with Rin, and I was like, oh, I don't actually know what her voice sounds like. I mean, I have a feeling, which is kind of how mm-hmm. they <laughs> they <laughs> kind of picked. But yeah, I want to talk to you about their voices and what you think about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't notice until I, because uh, I watched the dub also. Yeah. Um, I didn't notice until I scrolled down to the bottom of your notes, and I was like, oh, that's why they sounded familiar for Oh, yeah, they're all, Machi, from, uh, yeah. they're all from... They're all from FMA. Yes, yeah. I made some notes. So let me tell you who the voice actors are. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, the guy that plays Kakeru... So I have notes on both the Japanese voice actor and the and the English voice actor. Very prepared. Because I was all like, oh, their voices sound nice, but I don't know. So like a lot of them... Basically, I looked to see what other kind of like things they were in just because. Just um, and like for some of the Japanese voice actors, I was like, I don't know most of these series. So I'm sure there's mm-hmm. other people that... It's just because I don't know a lot yeah, of anime, i feel like but yeah i feel like it's a it's a bigger industry in japan yeah exactly than, uh, 
than English dub voice acting. So like, and I think there's just more. It's like been the too. same. Yeah, like it's been the same like staple of people doing English dubs yep. of anime for years and years and years. Yep. And every once in a while, you get a new person in there. But once they're new, they're in everything. And so I think, yeah, most of these series <laughs> were all dubbed by Funimation. So like a lot of the Funimation, you know, like yeah. actors, they're all in the same kind of like pool. Like how Joss Whedon uses the same actors over and over again. Yeah, or and Funimation's the you know like the big. Yeah, it seems like the big game in town. So yeah, so Kakeru, uh, the English voice actor for Kakeru is Aaron Dismook, I guess. I don't know how you say his name, but he <laughs> was um, he was young Al. So like in the early, he was okay. So in the first version <laughs> of uh, Fruits Basket in two thousand one, he was young Akito and Hiro, <laughs> and then he was Al in FMA. So I'm guessing that he was a younger. He was younger back then. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, he's like he was like thirteen when he was voicing yeah. Al or something like that. Exactly. So um, he's a youth. Yeah. So yeah. So now he's a grown up. So now he's voicing Kakeru, which is interesting. Yeah. Fun fact um, for Full Alchemist: He voiced Al in the first series, and then when they dubbed the second series, he voiced <laughs> the younger version of their father. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <That's> interesting. <laughs> I thought that was a nice little kind of legacy touch there. <laughs> He was also in Ruby. That was one of the other series that I saw that I was familiar with that he had, he's done and had like a lot of, sometimes it was like extra voices. I didn't include those. <laughs> um, yeah. And then of course, Machi is fucking Caitlin fucking Glass, <laughs> which is really interesting. <laughs> so she was of course Winry in FMA and she's also the, the uh, like dub, she's a director of the Fruit Basket mm-hmm. uh, dubbing, whatever. Yeah. She's I know the words I'm saying. <laughs> she's done a lot of directing lately. In yeah. Dub series. Yes. Um. And then of course she was also in for some other highlights. If you don't know, she was in My Hero Academia and Yuri on Ice. Those are some of the ones that I picked out. Popular mm-hmm. series. Uh. And then Rin is is played by this person Brina Palencia, who I'm not super familiar with. It seems like she's done a lot of voice acting for games, and she did a series that I recognized in her kind of like IMDb, where My Hero Academia and Tokyo Ghoul. And there were some other like Funimation series I think that she had done. So apparently she was also in FMA. Yes, <laughs> uh, she was some Ni- Nina something. Or Nina Tucker. That's uh... yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait till we have our FMA podcast. <laughs> More horrible things to talk about. Anyway, the <laughs> the Japanese voice actors. Um, so the guy that plays Kakeru is Takuya Iguchi and he was (laughs) so I noted that he was Charmander the voice of Charmander in Pokemon Origins (laughs) and also like Giovanni and some other characters from Pokemon and he was in Haikyuu that was one of the series that I recognized in his thing (laughs) the Charmander in Pokemon Origins became kind of a meme with the really (laughs) it became kind of a meme with the like like, horrible screaming (laughs) during the battle (laughs) In the Japanese dub or in the Japanese version? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Okay, I wouldn't know. I think if you look up Charmander Pokemon Origins, that'll probably be the first thing to pop up. But let's look at it. <laughs> he just screams the whole time. It's like a horror yeah. movie. <laughs> okay, well apparently he was that guy. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's appropriate <laughs> for Kakeru. It's like I'm gonna need someone to like dub that scream over the first like real Kakeru scene. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Listen, I'm just reporting what's on IMTV, okay? <laughs> Machi is played by a woman named Ai Kakuma, and she was also in... Apparently she voiced, um, I don't know, a bunch of people I know are related to Fire Emblem. She voiced Edelgard in the Japanese version of Fire Emblem, the most recent one, I guess. I'm familiar with the name, even though I haven't played I Fire haven't Emblem, played it just from either. seeing it around. And then, um, whatever, she was in Sh- Naruto Shippuden in Haikyuu also. And then uh, the person who plays Rin is Aki Toyosaki. She seems to have a really long IMDb. Like, I think she's been in a bunch of stuff. Of the things that I picked out that were serious that I recognized, there was, like, Noragami, Knights of Sidonia, Kaon, and Spice and Wolf. So, yeah. Anyway, I thought all of them were nice. <laughs> I thought they were all good choices. <laughs> I was expected Rin to have kind of a deep voice. Also, the um, the scene where she's speaking she's like super desperate sounding which i thought was really good so it was the right tone kakeru and uh, machi seem good too mm-hmm. also good <laughs> tone for their very very short scene <laughs> yeah <laughs> i like how they're like it's happening like this series is like we're gonna do it trust us mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that that actually i guess it must have they must have shown up before because all those other things that were from later in the Sorry, the train of thought that I'm having is they weren't animated. I thought maybe they weren't animated in the first one because like they weren't there yet, but they definitely were. They just hadn't come back. I'm not sure if they were actually because they don't. 
I know that that scene doesn't come until a little bit later, but yeah. So out of the list of chapters that I I looked up, maybe that was the one that was in chapter 48, which might not have been out yet. Yeah, or if it was, it was like pretty late. Like yeah. it would have But I thought that was a really interesting choice cuz like basically that scene of Yuki on the stairs is like cobbled together with that one of of mm-hmm. the, the two kids the other the of Machi and Kakuya talking. So they actually yeah. like mushed two scenes together that like worked out really well. Mhm. Yeah, it's funny because like I I joked that I called that, but like I can't remember what episode it was we were talking about it, but I think we were saying like we wouldn't probably wouldn't see them until season two, mm-hmm. and I was like I guess maybe they could put like that scene of them in the like talking thing. in the hallway like it's like a foreshadowing thing, but I didn't think they actually would, but they did. It's happening. <laughs> I was just like I hope there's Rin, but and yeah, there she was. Though we didn't get to see her glorious horse form. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got to see that on Tumblr. Yeah, <laughs> the longest mane. <laughs> or whatever in the it's in the official like character design like announcement yeah. it's pretty rad <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah okay so this episode had a bunch of things that happened it was like kind of this aftermath of the true form stuff um and we saw a little bit about kyo and Cosmos relationship and then we also in terms of like true form aftermath so we saw that um and how their feelings were kind of resolved like Cosmos says um you know we we spent we finally were able to connect or whatever. And then uh, we saw some aftermath of Kyo's true form transformation with Kagura and with Yuki and Toru, I think, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Toru basically says nothing, but she worries about Yuki and Kagura the whole time, I think. Oh, it was also a minor addition that they added um, everybody coming over, like Haru. So mm-hmm. Ayame and Haru come over. In the manga, I noticed when I double checked this earlier, but when Miji and Kisa and Har and Hattori were added and Hero, so they say yeah. Hero is going to come over. And I think that they use that to just like segue to that other part mm-hmm. of Rin. So that was interesting. But yeah, and of course we saw Shigure at the main house with Akito, like clearly sleeping on his lap. So that was interesting. Yeah, I feel like we haven't talked about them in a while. I definitely didn't think yeah. about this till just now. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. I forgot because we talked about them in the last anime episode <laughs> or the last manga episode. Yeah. So we got another scene of Akito and Shigure together. This time, Akito is again in kind of like a, in a kind of a vulnerable position, asleep with Shigure, mm-hmm. right? So that was really interesting. Yeah. They didn't say anything. Nothing happened. It was just, uh, mm-hmm. we just cut to that scene and then we cut back to what Rune was saying. Or no, we cut to what, from yeah. what Rune was saying to what Yuki says at the end. There was a lot that happened though, so I kind of, I <laughs> felt like I was going to forget things. Because there was like a whole thing yeah. with with Cosmo and Kyo, then there was a whole thing at school. It was like a lot of uh, a lot of moving parts. Every almost everybody that we've seen so far in the series was there, and new people. So and three new characters. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a lot. Yep, I like that they added in like the a little more focus on like the bandages on Toru to kind of yeah. Because like we were talking about how they'd have to cut like that little bit from the hero episode, since right it was coming before the true form arc compared to the manga. Right. So they kind of like sort of compromised by having, you know, a lingering look on the, the bandage on her neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Kyo looks at her mm-hmm. neck and then he, and like grimaces or whatever. In the mm-hmm. episode with Hiro, he like apologizes or he like asks her if it's healing or whatever because it was set later yeah. in the manga. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's still a lot of attention drawn to her neck multiple times. Like that one time, it's really clearly visible. And then I think there's a time at school. Well, like it's, it's just very clearly visible in like every yeah. scene. So. Yeah, it's given a little more focus than yeah, like in the manga. I think. I think so. I think the way that those like ec- kind of quote unquote extra scenes were added was good. Like the ones where they're like summer, it's gonna be summer. Like we talked about mm-hmm. a couple of times. Yeah. Um, and like summer's coming, I can feel something's happening or whatever. Like it was yeah. that was cool. And then the ones with like Rin and the one. There was another one. No, that yeah. was it. The one with oh with was... with Machi and Kakadu. Yes. Yeah. It was nice and like you know foreshadowy and teasing a new season mm-hmm. so yeah because you're talking about we're like i wonder what they're gonna do since they already kind of went past the climax with the true <laughs> form arc so they uh went with the here's what's gonna come next aren't you excited yeah. kind of thing so they're like hey manga people mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. here's your characters that you didn't get before you're welcome yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and it's like even if you don't know like what's coming and to be excited about it it's you know kind of nice and foreshadowy a little bit ominous yeah a little bit hopeful a little <laughs> yeah it has a good vibe yeah I, like a kind of ambiguous but yes the way you described yeah. it is good <laughs> like it's like yeah, ambiguous but like kind of kind of 
you're like you watch the end scene where yuki and kyo are like i feel like coming i feel something in my chest or whatever something so big it leaves me speechless that scene mm-hmm. with toru as well and like you're like yeah. oh i don't know if i should be concerned or if i should be happy excited <laughs> like yeah. it's one or the mm-hmm. other the series uh, really walks a fine line <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah i thought i liked that as a good ending because i was like how are they gonna end it after this like we talked about that before too it's like what yeah. finale can you possibly have after the true form but yeah and they also did uh i guess kind of the uh <laughs> anime version of the like dance party ending by having everyone come <laughs> and <laughs> eat a meal together and yeah then... <laughs> <laughs> yes dance party ending <laughs> eat a lot of crap although you know yeah you know toro and cosmo were already partying so <laughs> they were partying on the bridge, but they were like yep. chill music and like really soft discussions and snacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember if there's anything that was significantly changed other than the added scenes, but I think a lot of it was the same. And I think that there was some things mm-hmm. that were, again, like there were some minor changes to like the dialogue that explained things a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something in my notes that's bolted. Hold on, let me find it. I remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Yuki says in the scene with Yuki, um, he remembers like the room a couple of times where he's he looks like he's like in middle school like it seems like it's right before the series he remembers himself in like a traditional room a couple of times in the darkness and one time he says i hope to someday become a man who can let let myself express my feelings without being overcome by them which i don't think is like i don't think i don't remember that type of line from that scene Mm -hmm. in the manga i mean he says a lot of stuff about that and how he wants to change but yeah that specifically where he says like it's just very explicit, I think. Yeah, I think it's more. I think the manga is more about, like, more on his like, be overcome by like disgust and hatred mm-hmm. again, and I don't want to do that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think you're right. I think it is more focused on that. He does say that, mm-hmm. but I think yeah. in this little, I don't even know if it's like an alteration, but in this kind of adjustment to yeah. either the translation or the scene, he's like, like I promised I would that day. Actually, they added the thing with Kisa there mm-hmm. in the anime which also yeah. makes sense so they called back to yeah. that time which was I think it was a good line for a yuki i think so too i think that is more this what he's trying to do theme yeah yeah these were some good this was a good yuki episode i felt it's yeah. a good kyo one but also a really good yuki episode mm-hmm. we're starting to see his like i think we talked a lot about yeah how the things that the big changes for yuki come much later in the series or like relatively yeah. later in the series so yeah and we also talked about like how the true form arc is obviously a turning point for Kyo, but it's also winds up being a pretty big turning point for Yuki, yeah, although it's exactly. not obvious right away. So yeah, I think this makes it a little more obvious that it's going mm-hmm. going to be like the context of this conversation, which is the same time it happened in the in the manga. Yeah, and then they add this in, so I think that mm-hmm. makes it clear that that's what's where he's going, which is nice. Yeah. Um, there was another one. I think there was something that Kyo said too. Like, Kyo has a little bit of an added line. So, like, there's the scene where Shisho and Toru were partying on the bridge, and Kyo comes to... He runs and catches up with them. And he he fights with Shisho, and then he's like, oh, are you sick of me or whatever? I'm sorry for causing you nothing but trouble. He says, it was childish of me to say I wanted to go back to the dojo and use you as a place to run away. I'm sorry, I, but I know I'm not good enough yet or whatever. Something like that. So the fact that he mm-hmm. also says, like, to use you as a place to run away. Like, I think that was alluded to where in the episode prior to this one and also in the earlier chapter in the manga he was like oh it feels like lukewarm water here and Shusho was like you know that that feeling is like good for you basically um and i don't think that's that particular (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it's called kindness (laughs) um but like so he's when he he explicitly says it was childish for me to say that i wanted to go back to the dojo and use a place to run away from like the feeling that he's the feelings that he feels there which he doesn't exactly say, I think, in the manga. He was just, yeah. he's just like, I know I want to be someday be like a, a son that you can be proud of or whatever in that scene. Mm-hmm. So we also got another kind of like more explicit explanation of like the feelings that he's feeling, which I think yeah. is interesting. Did you notice that Yuki didn't throw his like chopsticks away? He threw them in the sink and then he mm-hmm. like got disposable ones, which was super weird. <laughs> I was like, bro, yeah. what is your deal? We also got a ghosty panel, which made me happy, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that they kept the line where Kyo's like, I'll hate you to the day I die. Then Yuki's like, I'll hate you even after I die, which is like mm-hmm. <laughs> super goth. Makes me laugh. Yeah. 
like chill. I can't remember exactly um, what it was, but kind of like in the dub, instead of saying like "you stupid cat," like broken up like that, he was just <laughs> I can't remember what exactly he said, but it's like, "Well, we'll see" or whatever, like all like, really slow. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and I, I just think it's like almost even funnier that that's what pissed you off. <laughs> just like Yuki, like stretching out a sentence yeah. like that. Oh, I have to go back and watch that. I watched the dub to hear their voices, like the new. So I basically watched like the second half. I kind mm-hmm. of like skip part of it. That's really funny. I'll have to go back. And like yeah. I've kind of just listened to part of it. I felt like all the voice acting was really good, of course, in both. But yeah, I really wanted to hear the new voices, which was exciting. Mm-hmm. I like that Yami made an appearance. That was also nice, even though <laughs> I figured that he would in this chapter, or like based on yeah. the chapter that we read before. Oh, um, it was actually in the dub. So the scene with Rin is interesting because they also added like. Uh, so Rin, Hero comes in and he says that stuff to her. He's like, oh, it's good you're getting out soon or whatever. And then she basically like ignores him. And then she's like, Gurini is the last option that I have. Um, mm-hmm. And then she says like, I'll never give up. I'll make sure that the curse. And then like, so in the Japanese, it just trails off and it just says the curse. In the dub, she's like, I'll make sure like, like the curse somehow out or something like that. Like as if it's implied that she's going to be like doing something to do mm-hmm. something to the curse. Right. So. And by it's implied, yeah. I mean it's obvious by what she says. So they mm-hmm. added that a, a bit, which also made it more explicit. Mm-hmm. Even the fact that in the Japanese one, she said the curse. Because I think in yeah. the other one, it said, like, I'll never give up. Like, who would give up? I'll never give up. And that's, like, the end of her dialogue yeah. in the manga. So mm-hmm. yeah. it's more explicit that she, her, her like, depending on Shigure has to do with the curse. Yeah. Or, like, you know it's another more making it more of a teasy foreshadowy line for the next season so yeah so that was cool i kind of i like when they do that they add a little line that just like it's like the you know like the years of refinement or something <laughs> where yeah you get to look back and you know what's coming so you can add to it yeah plus there's always just lines that sound better written down than they do out loud so like they need to be tweaked. that's true like yeah that's true Adaptations have to adapt things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely true. That's why they call it an adaptation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or even like changing the dialogue for different languages, like Yuki saying, instead yeah. of being like, you stupid cat, being like, well, guess we'll see. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a. <laughs> yeah. It, it does the same thing, but it, it, like, conceptually. So. Yeah. <laughs> translations have to yeah. adapt. Especially for translations, because you gotta take into context. So you have to take different cultural context and what's gonna make sense and stuff. Mm hmm. So when you put these things together, are there any, like... So basically what happened was we read, like, the content of the first part of this episode with all the true form stuff. So it mm-hmm. made that kind of as an arc. And then we read the second part with something else. I can't... Yeah. What's a couple different things in the second half, so. Right. But so, like, when you put these pieces of content together now, is there, like, a different theme? Because basically what happened before was that we had, like, just everything about Kyo and then everybody else was in another thing. But now mm-hmm. we have everybody's reactions to the true form all in yeah. all in one place, conveniently <laughs> curated for us. <laughs> yeah. I do think like this episode had a very strong theme of like moving forward and changing and trying to become a different person. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like we've talked about change being like a big theme of the series overall, but I think this one, like with all this stuff together kind of specifically solidified kind of the like I want to change into a you know quote unquote better person than I have been kind of idea mm-hmm. I agree with you I think that that's mm-hmm. a much stronger theme in these chapters when you put them or like in this content when you put it together in this mm-hmm. where these things pieces are together whereas I think like the first part because we had read it with the true form stuff it was all kind of like about acceptance yeah. and like Kyo I feel like Kyo's being like I want to be like a son that you can be proud of is more about like, I don't know, when you put all of it together, it becomes, you mm-hmm. can interpret, you know, being accepted by your family or whatever, right? Versus, like, in this, it's about yeah. becoming a better person, becoming a better yeah. father, having a better like, relationship, or, like, becoming whatever, all of you yeah. deal that we saw in the second half of this episode. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> feeling your feeling yeah. your feelings <laughs> and not being overwhelmed by them. <laughs> and then everybody yeah. else, there's other stuff, too. Yeah. And I do, I think those, yeah, there's other Kagura stuff about stuff. it. Um, and I do think those themes like go do go together mm-hmm. nicely, like the whole like acceptance and like you kind of have to accept who you are and where you are in order to want to mm-hmm. change that. Um, but yeah, I think because there's so much in the like dialogue leading up to the like true form reveal about like accepting 
like with Kyo accepting uh, that part of himself and everything, mm-hmm. and him saying like he accepts it, and it by saying that you know his life is meaningless and all that stuff, which is like no, that's not what I mean. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> she's just like you don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Also, like you have the the contrast of like Toru accepting him versus like his mother. Yeah. Um, being like oh, I totally love you, everything's fine, and then totally not mm-hmm. that not being the case, right? Yeah, just being like that was superficial, um, instead of genuine. Mm-hmm. Those things you, if you compare them to like the first part of this episode, then you get that you kind of the stronger theme that comes through is like acceptance and family stuff. When you put the second, when you put the first part of the episode, this episode, and the second part of this episode together, then you get this like stronger theme that's more about changing and moving forward, which is a good theme for the mm-hmm. end episode, I think, actually. Yeah, and I do think it's a fairly strong theme of the series overall, so it is a strong theme to end a season sure. on. It's a good uh, concluding paragraph, as it were. Yes. <laughs> great. Good. Great wrap-up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so... You know, unless you're sticking around for spoilers, I guess that's it for now until the next season of the anime starts coming out. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Who knows what we're going to talk about next time? <laughs> mystery. A mystery. Who knows when it'll be? <laughs> yeah. I like how every time you say it, <laughs> every time you say that, I say it back and then you laugh, which is really great. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, it's funnier when I say it than when you say it to yourself. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> well, I can't make myself yes. laugh as easily as you can make yourself laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. That's definitely true. <laughs> yeah, so 2020. Sometime in 2020 it'll happen. I bet it's going to be like spring. I don't I don't think they're going to do like a winter, but I don't know, who knows, whatever. We'll see. Yeah. In the meantime, eventually. eventually if we've been promised, we've been promised another season, okay? So at yeah. least we're getting another season's worth of content. Yeah. Got a year. It says confirmed. <laughs> happening it's definitely <laughs> happening it's like or else we'll riot i mean <laughs> totally <laughs> a riot in the streets <laughs> when, when you said we'll riot i imagined like a party just like a cosmo and toru party <laughs> yeah. like, that seems like the fandom i was gonna riot. say like my version of riot would be like knocking down one bottle off my desk in an angry manner <laughs> <laughs> Writing one tweet that's like, I'm really disappointed that the new season isn't coming, sad face. (laughs) Yeah. Dear sir or madam. (laughs) Dear Funimation, I know that you control the world. (laughs) Yes. Dear Funimation, how dare. Yeah. Okay, on on all of those notes. You can find us at staytogetherpodcast.com, staytogetherpodcast on Tumblr, staytogetherpod on Twitter, and you can email us at staytogetherpodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to this these anime breaks again and again on Stitcher or <laughs> the Google Play Store or whatever, wherever you want to find podcasts. Also, uh, just listen to them on repeat until the new episode starts. Yes. And then just like cry a little single tear while you wait. Or you know what yeah. you can do? You can go back and read all of the manga and then you can listen <laughs> to all the manga episodes and catch up <laughs> yep. if you want. You can probably skip to like... I don't know. I don't know which one has the end. This one was episode 17, but there's like content that was in the anime that was after this one. So yeah, you could skip ahead probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Volume seven, I guess you'd have a couple, you'd have a couple of repeats, but yeah. <laughs> it'd probably be a good place to jump on. <laughs> you would have to go back to episode. You could go to episode. I recommend going back to episode 24 actually, which is in volume eight, maybe. So it's chapter 46, because up to that point, like, that's right after Ritsu's introduced, and Ritsu was introduced in the anime, so you're not really missing mm-hmm. out on anything. But then there's some yeah. good, um, that episode, that's a good, or that those chapters is like a good, there's a good Yuki um, and Ayame moment in those, so you should go listen to that. Oh, yeah, those are... And then also after that, we haven't, uh, we haven't covered yet, so yeah. And then you're only like, I don't know, five episodes behind the... Maybe four or five episodes behind the manga chapters, mm-hmm. so you can catch up. Yeah. <laughs> so you can do that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to all of these anime episodes. It's been a good run, I feel like. We had a good anime. Yeah. There was a couple changes. Exciting. Yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about a couple yeah. of little spoilers after the break, I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll see you. If not, we'll see you next time the anime comes so. out. <laughs> I have at least one thing to be excited about. (laughs) Mostly. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.
we're back to talk about spoilers. So good. <laughs> I don't have a lot of spoilers to say, except that that got it's student council and also Rin. That's mm-hmm. basically what I wanted to say. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm so excited. We, promises have been made. No, yeah. all our babies. <laughs> they got animated. It's so good. Yeah, and then as we, we had... um kind of alluded to, we had Kareno also, I guess, in the car. Yeah. Yes. And so that's all the major players who didn't get to, didn't make it into the first anime. So yeah, you're right. And also Maiko, mm-hmm. as I said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we haven't had that story yet, but since she was animated, I'm I'm hopeful that they won't just like cut that romance out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to be in there. Probably, especially since they had all the. Like, uh, at the lake house, they had the whole thing about, like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I got the photos from Mayu, so. You know, the Mayu who dated Shigure yeah. and dumped him after three months. Yeah, <laughs> and was best friends with Kana. That's right. That <laughs> Not Mayu. setting anything up. <laughs> That's definitely true. Do you think the only real comment I had is <clears throat> that they cut out um, Kakiru specifically saying he was interested in Toru Honda? Mm. Oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Yeah, he just said, like, I'm interested, which I think was probably a better choice for what they were going for. Yeah. For just kind of general alluding to the next season yeah. kind of stuff. It's okay. It'll be mysterious enough without um, that. Yeah. I really liked uh, his dub voice acting. Like, obviously, the mm-hmm. original was good, too. But uh, Yeah, both of them were the, good. Yeah. We didn't get a ton of Machi, because she's not a huge talker. But <laughs> She's just like, hmm. <laughs> it's like two, yeah. literally, like, three words, probably. Yeah. I'm always surprised when, like... He he shows up. Aaron, dis- I never know how to pronounce his last name. Dis- um, yeah, because like I always recognize his voice, but I'm like surprised he's such a good voice actor now because like he was a child. You know, he was like 13 when he was like starting, so it's like he was good for a kid, yeah. but noticeably a child voice actor. Yes. So nowadays I'm like, wow, he's like a good voice actor now. Yeah. So. Well, I guess if you start something when you're like 13 or whatever, then yeah. <laughs> you have a lot of time to perfect it. Yeah, I mean, he started pretty good for being a kid but yeah you know now he's been in the industry for years so mm-hmm. yeah it's true over and over mm-hmm. again so yep yeah it's a good time caitlin glass is obviously a you know old hand in the industry so for sure. i also think she's gonna be a good fit for machi too It'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see yeah she does uh or most yeah. people knew her as winry so it was more of a bubbly role at first but then she did um harahi and oran oh so. yes pretty good at that so mm-hmm. yes I think she can do both and be serious mm-hmm. and be kind of bubbly. Yeah. I thought it was interesting how, I feel like it's interesting how little, um, not interesting. I mean, like it's, I guess it's like what's in the chapters that were covered, but it's interesting how little it, Akito and Shigure actually interacted. Like we saw that a couple of times, but not very much. Yeah. And it's nice that at the very last episode, there's like, by the way, this is also a thing that's happening. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, cause there was a couple episodes, like I said, I think it was like 10 or something where they weren't together. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to have yeah. a call back to that too. It's a good choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's lots of just like here's all this stuff that's going to be important coming up. Mm-hmm. So, Ayame bringing crab. I mean, <laughs> yeah, very important. <laughs> <laughs> I like Taro quietly going fight to to Yuki. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, Do your best. <laughs> so <Yeah>. good. <laughs> I really don't have any other spoiler things to say. I guess, like, on the whole, we're just getting set up for, like, all of the... We're getting set up for the student council. We're getting set up for, like, Rin. So we actually did are getting set up for the things that we've been promised by the yeah. the team. So Some deep curse lore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's going to break it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is another thing. that didn't get much play in the first anime because it didn't really become as much of a thing until, like, when Rin became involved. Mm-hmm. It's just deeper, darker aspects of the curse itself like it's mostly just like it's a curse they turn into animals and then that was just kind of the background for what was going on so yeah i think in the the added the extra scene with akito at the end akito was like you can't break the curse blah blah or whatever you know like yeah i mean that's i guess that's where you would go but that's what akito said to mm-hmm. to kana as well so then you already have that set up as a yeah a thing um mm-hmm. i wonder how far like so this one gets this one had like eight ish volumes. So I wonder how far they're gonna get with the second season. I think that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be. So you could, I guess, you could theoretically go to like fifteen or sixteen, and that is mm-hmm. <laughs> the end of volume fifteen is the end of Sword of Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess like they're probably gonna get into the beach arc pretty quickly the second season it's summer <laughs> didn't you hear yeah it summer's summer. coming 
<laughs> yeah, I would I would so. assume that. I don't know. And then after that, it's like uh, there's like the parent teacher conferences. There's um, Rin shows up. Wotor asks Shisho how to break the curse. Rin asks Shigeru how to or whatever. They have that scene where she comes to the house. Mm-hmm. I guess that's technically before the beach arc, but whatever. Yeah. Toru sneaks in to meet Kareno. They go on their class mm-hmm. trip. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what would be like the next like mini climax to be for a season finale. I know. I'm just looking at the list. I'm telling you some more things that happened toward the end. Yeah, like I know like when before we realized just how far they were gonna get with the uh preseason, I was thinking maybe it'll end with the like Akito is God reveal or something. But know. obviously that would not take long enough. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they could maybe go with like the, uh, maybe the combo. Kratos' curse is broken, and Akito is a woman. Reveal. Maybe. Yeah, that's but, that's mm-hmm. all in the same chapter, isn't it? It's a big deal. That's yeah. the beginning of volume mm-hmm. seventeen. So you might make mm-hmm. it there. Yeah. They could also shift some stuff because there's some things that are just like, and here's like a story about Kyoko and Katsuya. Like you can move that into the next season after yeah. that or something. Like it's not really like mm-hmm. it reveals stuff about Toru, but then it doesn't come back until later. Like some of the things about her yeah. father. So yeah, I'm just trying to think of like you know like the reveals come like pretty fast and mm. after a certain point, but I, the, I feel like that's one of the biggest ones. So yes, probably because after that there's so there's Kido Kareno. Machi's kind of backstory. Well, there's like Kyo's. So I don't know. In the, in that Katsu, the one where Katsu dies, it it I think that's also revealed how Kyo is tied into everything. I don't know. My note says mm-hmm. Katsu dies. How Kyo is tied in? I don't know what that means. <laughs> the note that I made to myself. <laughs> like I don't know if it's like the reveal about him being at at Tori's father's accident or not. Um... Kyo's just like tangled up in a ball of yarn during the whole volume. <laughs> <laughs> He's tied in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's also, oh yeah, Rin in the cat's room. That's in volume 18, though, so it's quite a while. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of that, too, but I was like, I think that's a little far. The laundry scene is until volume 19. We're going to have to wait for, like, three years. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that happens, basically, after volume. Like, the Rin, the, sorry, the Rin. Akito, Akito being, Akito and Kareno reveal in volume 17, like at the at the beginning mm-hmm. of volume seventeen. After that, it's like a bunch of shit happens. That's like the first yeah. of the big reveals, based on what I'm seeing in this mm-hmm. in this situ- list that I have made. That's probably the best place. Also, it's like a good, yeah, I guess like a point of tension for the rest of the story to come after that. So, mm-hmm. well, that'll be interesting. We'll see though. We'll see yep. in 2020. Mm-hmm. At some yep. point in 2020, and then we'll be back to talk about the anime. We'll still be recording manga episodes by then, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. I don't know. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. I don't have any major other spoiler things to say. <laughs> like our children have arrived. <laughs> it was a good episode. I, I enjoyed it. Also, it was very true to the mm-hmm. manga, and I think the things that were added in were good additions, so. Yeah. I can't think of something. Good choice to good choices made to turn it into a season finale yeah. so other than the like minor mm-hmm. thing of not Kakuri, Kakuri not being like i'm interested in toru that's probably the only thing that mm-hmm. was really changed i think that's yeah. i don't know whatever we'll see you next time the anime comes out i guess <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to say <laughs> we'll see you in 2020 and or for more if mm. you listen to the spoilers you probably read the anime so i mean you probably read the manga so <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess we'll see you for manga. So in which case, we'll see you in a couple of days. Yeah, see you on uh, <laughs> see you on Wednesday <laughs> for more manga. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. guess at the start they were like all of this forest is owned by the somas which is why we know you're not allowed Every, to here. everything the light touches yes. <laughs> yeah i guess so and so like they anyway it's, spoiler it's like that's what they told the keto like, yeah really brought him up to the roof <laughs> they lifted it up akira lifted him up and was like yeah <laughs> uh it's good time I'm gonna have it's like tea. the cat's room in the corner. They're like, what's that shadowy place? You must never go there. <laughs> <laughs> I should have waited to have tea till you said that. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, the cat's room is fucked up. Anyway, we'll talk about yeah. it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Toru, Toru and Chisho are partying. He has, and he also has another uh, knockoff Adidas brand bag <laughs> in this scene. <laughs> Kyo is really a brand whore for knockoff Adidas, I guess. <laughs> Is Adidas a big brand in Japan? I've never really I, thought about it until the series. I, <laughs> I don't know. I remember seeing people in like Terrace House wearing a lot of Adidas stuff. But I'll report back when I go in November if I see a lot of people wearing Adidas <laughs> Still stuff. Still take an informal poll. Uh, no, I'm going to stop people in the streets. <laughs> How do you, do you like Adidas? Adidas? <laughs> They'll be super uncomfortable because I'm foreign. It'll be great. <laughs> also, I'll have really bad Japanese. It'll be awesome. Before you didn't even like ask in Japanese, you just go like Adidas. Do you like Adidas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can only go well. <laughs> I'll do an informal survey with my eyes. It won't be objective. I'll tell you what percentage of people are wearing Adidas stuff. <laughs> now I just imagine you like sidling up to people and like making eye brows. Just looking at them. <laughs> be like, thank you for participating in my survey. Here's here's a twenty five dollar gift card <laughs> to Adidas. Yeah. Oh, none of this can go badly. I'm going to get kicked out of Japan for being weird. 